Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Buck Brief. Let's talk about the Iran factor right now in the Middle East. This is the single biggest question, I think, out there um, about the trajectory of this conflict between Hamas and Israel and what's going to happen in the days and, and weeks ahead. Uh, the situation is that already Iranian-backed militias have started to take uh, action, started to fire rockets off, started to uh, shoot at, effectively, um, U.S. Uh, assets in the region, as well as the firing of rockets from Hezbollah in um Lebanon into into uh, Israel. So we'll discuss what this means, what the implications are. First off, this is from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Iran has unleashed regional militias. It has spent years arming, raising the risks of a larger conflict in the region. Uh, for more than six months, these Iranian-backed militia groups refrained from launching drones or rockets against American troops in Iraq and Syria as what was called an undeclared truce between Tehran and Washington in the region. That has come to a halt. U.S. officials said Iran, Iranian-backed groups 
launched a half dozen military drone and rocket attacks against bases that U.S. troops use in southeast Syria and in western and northern Iraq. You also have in in uh, Yemen the remember there is the Yemeni civil war that was, has been raging on for many years. There's the Houthi group inside of Yemen that is Iranian. They're Shia and they are Iranian backed. And the Houthis have fired Iranian cruise missiles um, and drones toward Israel. Um, but the U.S. had a guided missile cruiser in the area that shot down some of the cruise missiles. A, uh, another cruise missile was hit by Saudi Arabia uh, protecting its own airspace. So you've already seen some of these different uh, militia groups that are all just proxies of Iran, of the mullahs in Tehran, uh, taking uh, taking kinetic military action against either U.S. assets or firing them at Israel. Now, this could just be, there's a few ways that this can play out. One is that these groups do this knowing that they won't escalate beyond this. And so they can at least say, if you will, they can they can, they can hold themselves up with, oh, well, we we've tried to fight, you know, America and the Zionist entity, which is what they call Israel. Um, we, we've been you know firing rockets and we've been taking action. So we stand with the Palestinians effectively using rockets for optics. Right. Because these rockets are not going to, at least in the numbers that they've been firing them off, uh, they're not going to change anything in the region. It's almost like they they protest what's going on in Gaza right now, the Israeli airstrikes and impending uh, military invasion. They show their protest against that by firing off all these rockets and, and doing these kinds of things. So that's one possibility here. Um, I think that's the likeliest one at this phase. Uh, the other possibility, and this is one that people are, are very concerned about, obviously, is that this is these are effectively warning shots from Iran that if there is a major Israeli incursion into Gaza, that then the all these different uh, Iranian militias. Remember, you have Hezbollah operating in Lebanon. It basically runs Lebanon and it's sophisticated, has a lot of munitions, has a lot of rockets, and it's right next door to Israel. You have in Syria Iranian trained and equipped uh, militia groups and, you know, the the uh, possibility of those being used to stage attacks, not only into, into Israel, but more likely they would attack the remnants of U.S. forces that are there. I think we we have hundreds of U.S. troops in Syria still to this day. In Iraq, we have some U.S. troops present and those uh, bases could also be attacked by the very powerful Shia militia groups inside of Iraq. So we might have a situation where not only would there be an escalation against Israel, um, but an escalation against U.S. forces. Now, that's also, though, why I think this is probably not the way that this is going to go. I think this is probably not going to happen. Um, now, when I, I say probably, I don't know. Um, no one really knows. But the American response to missiles or rather to a full-scale assault beyond just the missiles of American personnel in either Syria or Iraq, uh, I think would be uh, devastating. Um, I think that we would very likely go in with whatever we need to from the air to unleash tremendous uh, punishment on the Iranian militias, um, 
So that so there's a there's the response, the escalation that we would do. Then when people get really concerned is, well, will that mean that we'd have to also hit Iran in some way specifically that we'd have to go for targets inside of Iran? Would that be the next phase, which would be effectively a declaration of war, an effective declaration of war on Iran? Although, you know, we've had strikes in countries before that didn't necessarily mean we're at full scale war. But in the case of Iran, it it might very well mean something like that. And with 20 percent of the world's oil supply going through the Straits of Hormuz day in and day out, uh, you can imagine the cataclysmic economic effects, never mind the national security implications of what could happen if this were to elevate to that level. So this is why the Iran factor is so important in all of this and why U.S. carrier groups are in the region and why there's a tremendous amount of concern. You know, if you have any money in the markets, you may want to pay close attention to a new patent pending artificial intelligence that has just discovered a 60 day pattern in the crypto market. According to this AI, which is powered by the same kind of award-winning tech that's behind other leading AI software, the next couple of months are critical. Most people won't know what to do, but if you know, you're so much further ahead in this process and the possible upside. The project is called Conan, C-O-N-A-N. See it for yourself online at Conan2023.com and see this AI in action. 60 days from now, your financial life could be completely different. The website is Conan, C-O-N-A-N, 2023.com. Once you see this AI, you might never invest the same way again. Conan2023.com, paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. Now, there's been a big shift uh, that that is happening on college campuses right now. I mean, the a lot of the, uh, when it comes to the donors, a lot of what you're seeing in terms of support for the Palestinian cause or Hamas or combination thereof is is absurd. I, and I don't mean that as in it's like, generally speaking, I disagree with it. It's immoral and it's stupid. I mean that it's truly nonsensical. Uh, there's there's some there's these like trans groups for Palestine that are showing up on campuses and some of these marches and rallies. They have things like reproduce reproductive justice means free Palestine. That's actually something that is is that one of these marches what what does that mean um hamas is a terrorist entity that runs effectively a totalitarian prison camp of jihad that's what gaza is the notion that there's human rights being respected or that reproductive justice is high you know whatever that means which just means abortion as we know just means abortion um, people want to be able to kill babies in this country on the left and they want to be able to do it all nine months of a pregnancy and they think that that's all fine. Um, that's that's what's going on on campus and at some of these rallies. But the donors at some of these elite universities are actually saying enough is enough. Um, people, first of all, I thought this was a really interesting statistic. People giving a million dollars or more made up less than 1% of donors in the most recent year, I think it was a couple of years ago, they did this analysis, but 57% of total donations. So more than half of uh, donors to universities, I'm sorry, more than half of donations to universities come from big dollar donors. Big dollar donors are a big deal to universities. And that's why when you see a, 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 some very prominent donors finally saying, not going to give any more money to UPenn, not going to give any more money to Harvard, uh, et cetera, because of what's going on in response to this attack on Israelis and, and Jews in, in Israel, 
this is the first time you've seen, I, I've seen anything like this before, honestly. I can't remember a time when you had some of the wealthiest donors to universities and college campuses who were coming forward to say, I will not give another penny because of the politics of what I'm seeing here, or rather the, the political insanity that is uh, unfolding. So I do, th- I think that that's indicative of a, a red line of sorts being crossed here. And there's a recognition that something, um, something is really wrong with the modern university. And there's a real problem here. Uh, and, and these donors, I, I don't know, some of these campuses or rather some of the uh, administrations that run these college campuses, they're so wealthy. I'm not sure they care. Their endowments have gotten so massive. I mean, Harvard's got like $50 billion, maybe $60 billion endowment. I mean, think about that. I mean, these are, these are almost like massive hedge funds that happen to teach classes. I mean, they have so much money. So I don't know if the donor class revolt will really make that much of a difference, but something we'll continue to look at. Since 9-11, the Tunnel the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country, our communities, and all of us. Heroes like 9-11 first responder Lieutenant Joseph Maiello. He answered the call to help others on America's darkest day. Then years later, he suffered a fatal heart attack in the line of duty, leaving behind his wife and two children. When heroes like Lieutenant Maiello lose their lives in the line of duty or are severely injured, Tunnel the Towers is there to help. Tunnel the Towers paid the mortgage on the Maiello family home, lifting the family's financial burden during their darkest hours. America's heroes and their families need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel the Towers goes to its programs. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. And now I'll just speak a little bit about the... Uh, Speaker fight, as I talk to you now, Tom Emmer is likely to be the next uh, Speaker of the House, uh, a Republican who Trump has already called called him a globalist rhino. So I think people are recognizing that this guy is not uh, not some stalwart conservative and that well, what were we really doing here with all this stuff? What was the whole point of this speaker's battle? Um, I, do, I like to think that there's maybe a lesson learned in all this, and that is frustration with the system is a necessary building point to fixing or addressing a system. But frustration alone is not a plan. Frustration alone is not a strategy to dealing with it. And so we have to think beyond that. We have to think, okay, fine, if we don't like Speaker McCarthy because he's broken his promises, fine. Who is going to replace him and how is that person going to be held accountable? Because what we have right now is Speaker McCarthy has been pushed out and the result is going to be you have somebody who's probably worse than McCarthy as the Speaker. How does that help? I I can't think of what the point is here of all this. It it doesn't seem to make any sense to me. And I've been asking people, please explain. And they, they, you know, people work on Capitol Hill. It was just in D.C. last week. Not getting a lot here. Not getting a lot of explanation as to uh, what really has gone on here. So... I just think going forward, the GOP, you know, passion is good. Rage against the system to a degree, you know, or, or, or frustration with the system that can be channeled into uh, fixes. That's all very good. But just throwing a wrench into the gears to see what happens. You get this. You get some rhino squish who's going to be the Speaker of the House. Probably. Probably. So crazy 
Uh, you don't have somebody, who, you know, you want somebody who's got a lot of energy and vitality to be Speaker of the House. You want to have a lot of energy and vitality. That's why you need chalk. Get yourself set up with Chalk's Male Vitality Stack. It's a set of supplements specifically designed to provide men with the all-natural ingredients that fuel your body so you have the energy and stamina to, to get through days like today. The leading ingredient in Chalk's Male Vitality Stack has been proven in studies to replenish diminished amounts of testosterone in a guy's body. That's crucial because testosterone is the natural hormone that provides fuel to give your body energy and focus. Most guys experience diminishing amounts of testosterone production as we get older, and most often, it's so gradual you don't notice the difference. You will notice the improvement, though, with Chalk's Male Vitality Stack. In three months' time, studies show a 20% increase. You'll feel fantastic. Go online to Chalk.com. Use my name, Buck. Get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life when you do. That's Chalk with a Q, as in C-H-O-Q.com. Use promo code Buck. You'll get 35% off your Chalk subscription for life. That is the Buck Brief. Shields high. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedom only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.